All right, mama, you started your business because you're great at what you do and you want to do it on your terms. Hello, freedom and flexibility. But you're a couple of years in, handcuffed your biz more overwhelmed than ever. You feel like you're not doing anything well at work or with your fam. If that's you, stay tuned. I'm Ridhu Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, former professional organizer turned productivity pro, here to help women like you with growing businesses stop drowning and start controlling all your demands and distractions. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Welcome back, sweet friend. With you here, helping you take control of your life and wake up with a plan that works. Listen, today, can we talk money, honey? Money, money, money. I love me some money. And I really like to see it in my bank account. How about you? And I really hate to know when I've made money or rather I've earned money, but I don't see it in my bank account. That is the worst, right? You're like working your tush off. You're doing all the things. You're actually making some dinero, but the cash flow just isn't there. I've had several conversations with clients lately about just this issue, about cash flow and not having enough of it. If I had to focus on or help you focus on one system in your business, girl, this would be it. Because to keep your business healthy, to be able to make investments in your business, in yourself, to pay yourself, to minimize your stress and anxiety, y'all, you need to get paid on time. Yes, this is a thing. It is it is a thing to get paid on time. And it's an important one. So many other decisions are dependent on you getting paid. Right? Your ability to delegate depends on your cash flow. You can't pay your consultant or your freelancer or your team member if you're worried about not getting paid, right? Which means you get into this habit sometimes of delegating less or holding on to more tasks if you know or if you're worried about rather that I don't have the cash flow coming in, right? And then this leads to a whole slew of issues like backlog and burnout and crankiness and at times even resentment for either your work or your business or your client or the whole dang thing. And it shouldn't be this way. It's just simply stemming from all that mental overwhelm when you don't have a handle on what's coming in and what's going out of your business. So truly, this is the most important system that you can have and that you really need to nail. Another byproduct of not being on top of this is that you get hesitant to invest in other resources like technology or even certain supplies or resources, right? So this resistance keeps you in a state of indecision, like Should I be spending my money on this? Should I invest in this? Should I not? What if I don't get enough money coming in? And as you know, the more you wallow in indecision, the more energy you expend, the more frustrated you feel, this mental anxiety and buildup of stress is depleting you in every form and it robs you of clarity and confidence. Girl, you know, this is not how kick-ass productive women show up in their business. This is not how you should be feeling. But it is a reflection of how you're running your business, right? If this, if you feel like this ever happens to you, if you're behind on the invoicing and the finance and the accounting stuff and don't really know where the money is going in or out, 
it feels like your biz is happening to you instead of for you. And we want to stop that right now. So if you have cash flow issues, listen up. Now, okay, actually, before I get into my thoughts and recommendations and tips on this, let me caveat something by saying I know very, very little about financials, truly. Like I just know the basics of the basics. I don't know any intricacies, any complications. I'm just, it's not my wheelhouse. It's not my strength. I rely on my amazing husband who is a financial guru, an accountant and on software, but like I have no financial background. I'm not, like I said, not my strength. In fact, it's probably my weakest skill set in terms of running my business. But but I do have simple systems in place for getting paid and for keeping on top of it, which is what I'm going to cover today. But I wanted to say that first because if you are if you are possibly similar to me, like just know it's not anything that's going to hold you back. There are such simple ways to get on top of this. Okay, so my business model is very simple as well. I'll, I'll also say that. I have about three ways that I generate revenue. It's through coaching, speaking, and training. And the training is kind of like the speaking. So maybe it's even two. But And I just have a few methods of payment, like online, check, or Venmo. And because I've simplified so much in my business in the last couple of years, which I've talked about many times, I just don't have a lot of different services, offerings, and even my coaching packages, I've really narrowed them down and gotten them focused. I don't have tons of different subscription levels and membership levels anymore. Now, of course, I'm not saying that's bad or not profitable in any way at all. That is not what I'm saying. I'm just letting you know that because it has helped me simplify my payments. And I'm mentioning this because I do want to reinforce how easy and simple and straightforward it has made my billing process and me getting paid because I have simplified everything else in the business. It's so simple now because it's so simplified that I can train my assistant or anyone moving forward. It's so simple to explain to clients or prospects what they can expect, how to pay, you know, what, what the different offerings are. And it's so simple to balance my books, as they say, right at the end of each month. It's just so simple. So again, not saying this is how you need to run your business, but I do compare it to when I did have lots of lots of different packages and lots of different hourly things and lots of different memberships and subscriptions. And I will say that you know, I can definitely attest to the fact that the more I've simplified, the less scattered I've been, the more clarity I have, the more time and energy I can put towards other efforts, but also how much easier my finances have gotten, right? Especially since I hate doing them, it just makes it feel everything so much better. So I'm telling you this as food for thought. If you are overwhelmed by all the different prices and packages and offerings and services that you might have, you should probably or consider honing them in, focusing in on the highest revenue generating products or services, the ones that you enjoy the most that are maybe easiest for you, or yeah, really just give you the most enjoyment or most rewarding and simplify models because it will not only help you manage and organize your business, But I will tell you, it also takes away from any decision fatigue or decision confusion for your clients. So my friend, it is a win-win. Again, that was just a food for thought, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Okay, but back to the Monet. Those Those are my caveats there. So in addition to honing your services and your offerings and simplifying your model, here are some of my very strong recommendations on how to keep your cash flow moving. Okay, I'm just gonna go through three of these. My, my, My magic number, three of them. Number one, ask for payment upfront 
do not render any services without getting paid. Now, listen, this could be in all different types of forms. In my industry, in the coaching world, I've seen it done all different ways. Sometimes people get paid after they coach, sometimes it's before, sometimes it's 50%, sometimes whatever. It is, it's all different in many different industries. Okay. So what? That's what I have to say to you. So what? What about in, in your industry? You're like, nobody gets paid up front. So what? You are not your industry. You are not your industry. People buy from you, your products and your services because they believe in you and you've built trust and a great relationship with them. So don't go by your standards or your policies just based on what everybody else does in the industry. You are not your industry. I'm going to give you an example here, a personal example. I'm organizing my son's graduation party right now. He's graduating high school. So exciting. And I have been calling several rental companies for tents and tables and chairs. We're having a big backyard bash. And I actually ended up going with the company I used last year for my husband's 50th. Um, And they are the only ones out of maybe the four places that I called and I spoke to that want a full payment up front, full payment. Everybody else just kind of wants a deposit of 25%. But I love this company. I worked with them last year. I have a relationship with them. In fact, the only reason I called the other places is because I didn't have the 10th size that I needed. So anyway, I went with them. Even though it's not industry norm, I don't, I don't know if that's correct, but at least of the four places I called, they were the only one that wanted payment up front. Um, now, in a case like this, it's not a huge bill, right? It's a few hundred dollars. It's not thousands and thousands of dollars. Perhaps if it were a $5,000 or $8,000 or $10,000 bill, I wouldn't want to just maybe, you know, I would have more resistance or hesitancy to pay all up front, in which case they could have asked me for 50% up front or at least 25% up front. So this is what you should be doing and could be doing no less than at least, I would say a quarter percent, you know, 25%. But I truly, I recommend to all my clients go at least 50% upfront for anything, any work or offering that you're going to be providing them. I charge for my coaching package upfront, 100% upfront, which means before anybody has even had a moment of my time, I charge upfront. Now, I also do workout payment plans with, with someone that if that's easier for them, I want to work with them and I'm open to that. But that first payment is paid before we start our work together. So in either scenario, this always helps my cash flow, right? I cannot imagine waiting until the end of our package or our sessions or our months together to ask for that money. Or I don't even want it, you know, a little bit after a quarter or something. I, I need it. I want that upfront. Same goes for when I'm speaking or training. Oftentimes I get upfront, but at least at the very least, I work with them and say I need 50%. Oh, and actually I was recently telling my husband that I don't know if I'm going to be doing any more corporate training gigs unless they're going to pay me at least 50% upfront. A lot of the really big organizations of firms like Novartis or Colgate, some places I spoke last year, these huge organizations don't pay until 60 or 90 days after the event. And I've agreed, I've agreed to do it in the past for the last couple of years because you know it, it was a good opportunity. And I was like, that's their policy. But now I'm like, you know what? I was so frustrated by that experience about not getting paid for so long. It's just the way these big firms work. So now I'm like, you know what? It's my business. I can, you know, put up my own boundaries and say, you know what, if I'm just not comfortable with this, if I'm just gonna end feeling resentful or frustrated, then 
I don't need to do this again unless they agree to meet me on my terms or they can negotiate with me on the terms. So again, think about your own boundaries where you get to determine and stand by your own set of rules or your own parameters because girlfriend, it is your damn business. By the way, my assistant Brooke from day one has asked for monthly payment up front, which I have never had a problem with. And I applaud her for having such strong boundaries right from day one. I respect her for it. I don't question it. I respect her. And I think that's something else we have to keep in mind that people respect you when you can uphold these boundaries, when you have them in place, when you could confidently say, here's my policy. They don't argue with you. They might try to negotiate. And in some cases, you can decide if it's worth doing that or not. But it feels so empowering to have that conversation or really just to make that statement that this is the way that I operate. This is how the business goes. And it's just kind of a matter of fact, here's how it is versus, hey, is that okay with you? No, here's what we do. Okay, so next step is... You know, you, I'll send you an invoice. You pay that hundred percent, or you know, or you pay that in full. You pay that fifty percent, and then we'll get started. And we just kind of say it how it is. Okay, so earn that respect. I guarantee you will earn it. And if you don't, from the the prospects or clients, are probably not the people you want to be working with anyway. So how's that? All right, number two, number two way to get that cash flow into your business is to get on a consistent schedule for invoicing. Okay. So I feel like this is one of those things that ladies say, I know I need to do, but I don't do, right? I hear this all the time too. Like, I know we have to do this, but I'm just not doing it. So whether you are a lawyer billing by the hour or a coach billing by the package, my sweet friend, you must get on a consistent schedule to get your damn bills out. There are a lot of fly-by-night invoicing that is going on out there. What is happening? It's like, sometimes you're like, maybe I'll do it at the end of the month or when I have a bunch of hours or invoices built up, right? There's not an actual committed time that you are sending out your invoices. Or maybe in your mind, you're thinking, oh, I'm going to do this on the first and third Friday, but it never really happens that way. You've mentally thought about it, but you haven't actually committed to it. Like it's not on your calendar or it's on your calendar, but you don't take it seriously. You just kind of glaze over it when it comes up. Okay, now there's a few reasons this can happen. Uh, One, because you just don't have a process in place. So you're not accountable to doing it at a specific time, which means you don't have a routine. You're not in the habit of doing it. Okay, but let me tell you, you actually do have a habit. (laughs) You have a habit on focusing on your finances sporadically instead of truly focusing on your finances and making them a priority, which will keep you feeling like you're not in control, like you're a hot mess. You're not on top of your game. It's going to keep you in indecision and all those negative feelings and thoughts that I just covered a few minutes ago. One reason you might not have a specific time or day in place is because sometimes you don't have parameters around when you're billing or you just overcomplicated it again. Like maybe you've told your clients, maybe you're thinking, you know, I'm only going to bill once we've reached 20 hours of work. Okay, I've worked with several women, actually a lot of women who do something like this, right? They're like, I have a small project or... I've had this project and now it's on hold for one or two months because there's other things going on. And so I'll just go bill them once we pick it up or once we 
you know, get to the 20 hours. But what happened is that in the first month, we built eight hours and then it was on hold for two months. And so now that we're picking it up in month four, I'm now going to send them a bill for 20 hours. (laughs) But now I don't want to send the bill because it's awkward, right? Because now I'm like, I feel guilty. This is four months ago. It's been so long. So then you might underbill because it's hard to remember even like what exactly work you did earlier, or you just are feeling bad about it. Okay. All of this is just crazy, right? We're just, we're completely disempowering ourselves. We are not really getting our value and our worth, right? And along the way, you're sort of just losing your confidence all because we decided to overcomplicate. We're like, I'm going to wait until a certain amount of hours or a certain part of this project until I bill. So stop that. It is just really making your process and complicating everything much more. And it's really hard to stay on top of your invoicing that way. So instead, create a policy. Yeah, create a policy. Like it might just be, I bill on the first and third Friday or at the end of the last Friday of the month, no matter what, whether we work together for 30 minutes that month or that week or 30 hours, they just go out, right? You're, you're tracking it and it's just going out. So it just becomes a part of your routine. It's habitual. It's a process. It's systemized. There's no explaining to a client, going back later, trying to figure out, go back and do these things. You know, It's just too much. So stop overcomplicating. Let's make it simple. On that note, Also, as the business owner, you get to decide your payment terms. Again, it doesn't have to be the way everyone else does it or everyone else does it in your industry. You don't need to have a 30 or 60 day term. You could have immediate payment. You could have a seven day payment, a 10 day payment term, right? Do whatever works best for you and your business. I promise you, again, you stand by this. This becomes policy. You create these expectations up front. And you are going to thrive in getting paid. All right. Finally, number three, get help. Get help. (laughs) There are so many ways you get help. Get an accountant. Simplify your system so much that you can use an assistant. Invest in an accounting software. All of these are resources for help. Personally, in terms of my software, I use FreshBooks. I find it super intuitive, super easy, again, for my very simplified business model. There's also QuickBooks. There are so many options out there. Invest in something if you haven't already. Listen, I am all about simplifying and keeping things easy. But if if you've outgrown the Excel spreadsheet, just invest. They are so affordable. A lot of these online tools, they are very easy to learn. That's why I actually love FreshBooks. I find it super intuitive. You can integrate them with other software like to track receipts or time tracking. So use actual accounting software, not just something you can create an invoice on. That's just one piece of the puzzle. We want to do an accounting software so that you can create the invoices, you can time track, it does your P&L, it spits it out at the end of the month, and end of the year, you know, all that good stuff. And then also invest in somebody like an accountant, as I mentioned, or or an assistant even, maybe your biweekly invoicing to help you stay on top of it. You are the CEO. You don't need to be getting into this level of minutia and detail. Maybe you're just kind of overseeing it, supervising it, glancing through, making sure things, you know, settle up at the end of the month that's already been done for you. You're sort of looking at a high level to make sure things make sense. Listen, getting paid and having positive cash flow is the lifeblood of your business. 
make the necessary investments to ensure this happens in a timely manner while in the process alleviate a ton of stress on yourself and have more time and energy for other important priorities in your biz and in your life. Okay, bottom line, get help. All right, so that almost wraps it up for today. But first, we cannot leave without the challenge of the week. You spent your last 20 minutes with me, so let's make your time here 100% worth it. Today's action is to take one of the three steps to get paid and get your cash flow in on time. Number one, ask for that payment upfront, if not all, at least partial. Number two, get on a consistent schedule for invoicing. Seriously, commit to this. No more haphazard anything. And number three, get help. Make an investment in technology. Make an investment in your peeps. This is your top priority. My friend, there is so much possibility for you to be fully in control of your business, your goals, your priorities, your time, your energy. And each week, these little mini lessons are just the tip of the iceberg. But there's so much more that can be learned that you can learn that are so simple and doable. So if you're dying to get more clarity, if you're dying to be more focused, if you're dying to get back control of your day, let's chat. Okay. Set up a free consult at lifeisorganized.com forward slash coaching. I'd love to help you get the support to stop drowning and to start taking control of your time and energy. I know you can get the freedom and the flexibility you have worked so hard for. All right. As always, you are the best for showing up here. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for your time, your loving vibes, your positive energy. Know that I am sending them right back your way. Here's to getting more of the right things done and to productivity on purpose. I'll catch you next time. Bye.